Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the second Sunday of Lent. Well, here we are. It's the second Sunday of Lent, and I don't know about you, but feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Um, got a lot going on here in Anago. We have a really cool thing happening this weekend. The altar will be consecrated at St. John's at the 9 a.m. Mass, so it's going to be great. Bishop Ricken will be coming up for that. And uh, which means I don't have to preach this weekend. We also have our Heart of Man men's retreat. So Father Matt and I will be doing a men's retreat. And then on the 27th of this month, we're going to have Father Ubald come up for a healing mass. If you would like to come up on the 27th at 6.30 p.m., please bring any and all friends, family, and hurting people that you know, marriage that are hurting, sick people with cancer, you name it, addictions, bring them. So we got a lot of stuff going on here, um, but that doesn't really matter, all the external stuff. It's all about the internal reality of remaining with Jesus. And this particular weekend, our gospel comes from Luke 9, 28 through 36. And I just want to encourage you to take some time to slow down. Maybe look at your Lenten resolutions. What's the real purpose of, of why we're doing what we're doing is to love Jesus more than our sins and to see no one but him alone. So as we begin, as always, you know, call upon the Holy Spirit, pray with a friend or a spouse or somebody who might be struggling, get out, your, get out the Word and just sit with the Word. And if you know the le- practice of Lexio Divina, just take time to do the Oratio, the Meditatio, the Contemplatio, and then just to kind of sit and rest with the Lord and make a Resolatio, you know, take time to make a resolution, a plan, a goal with the Lord. So as we begin, our gospel begins with, Jesus took Peter, John, and James and went up the mountain to pray. While he was praying, his face changed in appearance and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions had been overcome by sleep But becoming fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As they were about to part from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud came out and cast a shadow over them, and they became frightened when they entered the cloud. Then the cloud came, from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. After the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. They fell silent and did not at that time tell anyone what they had seen. Well, this is a packed gospel, and I'll try to hopefully help you enter into the Sunday Mass a little more clearly with an understanding of what this means and why would we do it during Lent. Well, sometimes I would say just during Lent we need a reminder um, of why we're doing what we're doing, but also noticing that Jesus takes his big three, the Peter, James, and John, they go up the mountain, and the word took doesn't really transpire or transmit the truth. The Greek actually says that he, he drugged them up the mountain. He, had to, he literally, literally had to drag them, and sometimes we need that too. You know, We need people with a drag to do the right thing, and going up the mountain, and the mountain is always a symbol of God's majesty. Of his, of his grandiosity. And it says, while he was praying, his face changed. And I suppose that should be the same with us. 
and his clothing became dazzling white. And he's he's actually letting people knowing, letting people know that he is the chosen one. He is the Messiah. So he actually held back. It's called the messianic secret. He held back his his identity as a son of God often, and now he's revealing it to them, and he's showing the truth of everything. And noticing how the light from the truth brings forward two characters that are conversing with him. We have Moses, who represents the law from the Old Testament, and Elijah, who represents the prophets. And Jesus is, <clears throat> Jesus is conversing with them because he is a fulfillment of the law, and he is the fulfillment of all the prophets. And these two men were always awaiting for that promised land. And you can remember Moses praying in Exodus 33 and 34, praying, you know, let me see your glory, let me see your face. And you know, now he is, He's, his prayer is being answered. And we have Elijah there too, who is the one who, you know, in the mountain just found God in the silence, in the stillness. He had to carry that burden of preaching the truth. And as they're talking about Jesus bringing about this new exodus in Jerusalem, Peter and his companions, they, they've been overcome by sleep, and, and maybe you feel tired, you know, but, but becoming fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. They saw this. And as they were about to part from him, Peter said to Moses, you know, Master, it's good that we are here, which is true. It's good that we are here. Let us make three tents, but, you know, why would we make a tent? Well, just in general, if you've been camping, tents protect you. They're also a place to get away from the world, the quietness, they shelter you. But also tents were used during the Feast of Tabernacles. People would tent up around the Mount, or Mount Sinai, or what we call now the Mount of Transfiguration. I know that Moses and Elijah both went to Mount Sinai, and they had a theophany, which is a theophany is a vision of God. You know, they, they, they're, they're, they changed. And Peter says, you know, let's, let's make some tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, which, you know, it says he doesn't know what he's saying, but, you know, while he's speaking, he's kind of rambling on out of maybe nervousness, and maybe you've been nervous, and you're just kind of rambling on. It says, a cloud came and cast a shadow over them to say, who is the true God? Who should we really be listening to? They became frightened because, you know, the darkness can allow fear to work in our lives. And when they entered the cloud, and then they entered the cloud, it says, but from the cloud came a voice and said, this is my chosen son, listen to him. And that sounds great. You should hopefully go back to, you know, the, the baptism of Jesus in Mark 1.11. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. But it's also a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy and Old Testament scripture. So this is my chosen comes from Isaiah 42.11, which is a fulfillment of the prophets. And then it, in Deuteronomy 8.15, we hear the hymn, you shall listen, which is a fulfillment of the Torah or the law, the Jewish law. And Jesus is a fulfillment. And here he is actually fulfilling all of the Old Testament prophecy. And after the voice had spoken, after these scriptures were fulfilled, Jesus was found alone. Not alone like he's lonely or he's unaware of anything around him. It's the fact that Peter, James, and John saw no one but Jesus. And they fell silent. What about you? Are you allowing the light of Jesus 
to shed light on what's, what's the false idol of your life, what your, where your sins are, or you bring it to light, are you going up the mountain? And do you have people to go up the mountain with to encourage you this Lent? And this encourage you to pray for more people to be involved in your life, to encourage you so when you're tired, you don't quit. So when you're discouraged, you don't fall into that habit of getting negative or dark. And when you can't see Christ, they have the, the ability to remind you of these transfiguration moments because the Lord wants you to have these transfiguration moments as power against the evil one. So when you feel tempted to fall into temptations of lust, gluttony, pride, vanity, wrath, you don't go that way. You actually go back and say, no, the Lord has been so good to me. I might be struggling now, but here's where he's calling me to be and I need to remember just to see him alone. But not with my physical eyes, but maybe with the eyes of my heart. And his light is the true light that will alleviate all pain, will heal all brokenness. But you have to trust him and you have to go up the mountain and you have to remember what, what your mountaintop experiences were. But then, like all things, we have to go down the mountain. And as Peter, James, and John fell silent and they didn't tell anyone, that's okay. That's actually how we, we grow in intimacy with Jesus. So if I have a really powerful experience with Jesus in Scripture or at a conference, you know, the, the temptation is to go tell everyone right away. But when we make sacrifices and when the Lord reveals Himself to us, it's important just to have intimacy with Him and not tell everyone every little thing that we're experiencing with Jesus and to know that He desires that with you. And the more people you tell at times, what happens is the intimacy, the power of the relationship, the hiddenness of the relationship is broken. So as you make your sacrifices this Lent, I just want to encourage you to be humble and maybe do some ones that you'll never tell anyone until you get to heaven of what you did for either your priest or your deacon or your family or your parish community for someone who's struggling. And that'll grow, help you grow in intimacy with Jesus. Because we want to see Jesus too appear in his glory. We want to see his face change. We want to see our, our pains alleviated. And one thing that the Lord calls us to is that hiddenness with him in the desert during Lent. So the song I'll be closing with is called Your Light by Luke Spihar. And by the way, he'll be here in Anago at St. John's on April 7th from 6 until 8 p.m. Anybody and everybody is welcome to join us. We just hope that he can use his musical gift to spread beauty, to spread light, and help our community grow, be healed, and be strengthened in the Lord. And may Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. that 
Shines in the darkness and confusion of my tangled mind. You are the light that lets me understand, and I shall live to enjoy this light. Thank、you